he charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode in forever (laughs) of Allegedly Bravo. I'm Lauren. And I'm Cash. Hello. Oh, my gosh. I hardly recognize you. I know. It's weird seeing each other on this interface now. I know. Hi, guys. Remember us? In case you don't remember (laughs) us, because it's been so long, um, this is Allegedly Bravo, and we are a fun keyword fun legal podcast where we talk about um you know like the legal stuff in pop culture with a focus on bravo but really honestly like whatever the fuck we want which leads us into our topic for today (laughs) which is my choice my specialty i'm so excited i'm gonna talk for 45 minutes straight about taylor swift and her many lawsuits and I'm going to try not to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but before we get started, um, RIP queen. RIP. Yeah. RIP to the Queens. Um, I believe that King Charles was proclaimed today. Oh, but I, I thought, thought you were going to say standing over her body. Just kidding. I, I thought it was called a coronation though. Mm-mm. That's different. You know, it's all the pomp and circumstance. So it's like, step one, this is going to be your name. Step two, you like display all your seal and whatnot. The coronation is like a whole thing. Oh, okay. I thought the coronation was the mm -mm. same thing as the prop, like the designation. No, the coronation is like crazier than a wedding. Like they hold like, well, first, like Queen Elizabeth has to be buried and stuff because did you know? That her husband, that old man who was already basically on ice when he died, uh-huh. has been in a refrigerator because he can't be buried until she was buried. No. Swear. Well, makes kind of makes it. sense. But what happens if he would have died 40 years ago? He would have just sat in a fucking refrigerator for 40 fucking years. Like, get, imagine the Are luck. you sure? Are you sure it's not just this set of circumstances no i swear the royal chamber thing like they can't bury him until they buried her interesting i know Well, yeah r.i.p queenie so sad r.i.p yeah it's sad and you know what it is sad um but we'll move on because part of it isn't sad because like yeah she was old you know and it's like vanessa Hutchinson said like people are gonna die yeah, but it is great to see the whole fan back together. Ooh, dude, did you see that picture where it's like Catherine all the way on like the side of the dirt road? And then I almost called him Peter. What's the big one's name? Harry. Oh, ha- William. Oh, He's William. Like three arms lengths away from her, his wife. And then Harry and Megan are like all snuggly and like holding hands and like being uh-huh. so cute. I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> This is fun for me to watch. <laughs> well, Kate and William have been married for over 10 years. And right. Harry and Meghan have been married for a minute. And also, like, I think we all know that, like, they see other people. <gasps> I don't think anyone knows that. Oh, I think everyone knows that. 
Wait, what? Yeah. Like there's all these, you know, I mean, haven't you watched the crown? It's like everybody's sleeping with someone. Oh, you should, you know, the first season's kind of rough because it's like the olden days and like, I don't know about you, but it's hard for me to remember what's going on when everyone's talking in an accent and it's always dark, you know, (laughs) like game of Thrones. Yeah, I didn't get into Game of Thrones either. Mm. Loved it. Okay. Well, anyway, back to Allegedly Bravo. Go check out our website. Go follow us on Instagram at Allegedly Bravo and go buy our merch. Okay. Yeah, we do have some great sweatshirts and we are rolling into fall. So there's nothing better than to have a cozy, cozy crew neck or in this case, a hoodie that Lauren's wearing. But I will say my sister just got one and she loves it. Oh, good. I can't, like, I always wear mine. I wear mine to the point. I'm getting to the point where I have to buy a new one because I've worn it so often Mm -hmm. that the, it's starting. I feel like it's just not as vibrant. I mean, and that's after having it for over a year and a half. Like all I do is wear it. So it's like, I wash it at least twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I mean, conservatively. Okay. I, before we like get into the Taylor Swift of it all, which like, I can't wait to get into, um, Mm -hmm. we need to just have one quick moment to catch up a bit on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, especially because of the episode last night. Did you watch it? The episode last night? I mean, whatever this week. Okay. Yes, I did watch it. I, I am all caught up. I have, I have some thoughts and feelings. Beverly Hills is turning into mean girls mm-hmm. and Kyle Richards is really just teetering on the edge of having oh a, a real large fall from grace. She's being um, wild bitchers for sure. And I think, I mean, we definitely saw this foreshadowing of the producers and their edit of Kathy when we were at the Lisa Rinna party, mm-hmm. because they were kind of hinting at the fact that people are going to turn on Kathy. Yeah. And then we really saw it in Tahoe with Kathy Hilton being in a bunk bed. First of all, <gasps> downstairs, the freaking washing machine. And also just really quickly on that note that Kathy Hilton is sleeping in a, in a, bunk bed did we not expect a nicer house from kyle and mauricio given that they do own a real estate agency and they're very very wealthy i mean i guess aspen's expensive i don't know but like but they're just li- like they're living better. in a town they're living in a townhouse yeah it's like that house is connected to Kim's another home Siak vibes yeah, the house is connected to another home. And trust me, all of us would be so grateful to have a vacation home yeah, like that. But, but not all of us are married to Mauricio exactly. of the agency. Exactly. So to see them walk into that house and come into a basement downstairs, like through the back Dutch door with the curtain on it, I was like, I know. oh God. And then to find out that Kathy's sleeping in that same exact area. I know. But I will say, I felt like Kathy was being fun about it. She's like, oh, I slept comfortably. But I mean, I would have loved to have, you know, some closet space. Right. And then Kyle, like, still chewed her out. She's like, there's plenty of space. Take the things off the hangers. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you take this. I'm just going to say it. She's an older woman. Like, Kathy's no spring chicken. And you throw her down in a basement at the bottom bunk of a four bunk 
situation. And like, she did not complain once. She was like, this is nice. Thank you. Yeah. Like, so who else was in the house with Kyle? Okay. It's I think Kyle started there, right? No, and she then, was at the rental. Oh, okay. Um, Honestly, I have no fucking idea. Okay. <laughs> I have I no idea. I know Kyle was there and Mauricio because Mauricio turned into... um what's her name from Dubai's husband who's always hanging around Sergio Sergio I think so I think that Mauricio was like one I'm paying for the flight Two, the ski conditions are awesome I'm going mm-hmm. he doesn't he didn't really he's not involved in the drama as if like I feel like if PK was there PK I would know. have been much more involved, I just but I'm in a complaining mood well uh, speaking of Mauricio something I am loving is the producers editing the Dorit PK or sorry, the Dorit Mauricio scenes because at Dorit's house when we had the party where Melissa Etheridge showed up, uh-huh. when they <laughs> caught Mauricio and PK talking about who would you rather or who's the hottest wife, uh-huh. they're alluding to the fact that something is going on with Dorit and Mauricio. I know. Okay, did you see the part obviously where she's like, Mo, is this sausage? sausage? <laughs> I was like, okay, they tried to make it seem like it was like, you know, a moment. And like, I didn't think it was a moment, but I do love them playing into this. So do you think that this is a conversation that Kyle and Dorit and Mauricio that they've all had to address together? Do you think they laugh about it? Or do you think it's had to have been, do you think that Kyle's talked to Dorit privately? I don't think anyone has talked about it. And I think that it hasn't even been a thing until this season and probably Kyle and Mauricio have talked about it and decided they were going to completely not address it. Yeah. Kind of like the cheating rumors before. Yeah. Really quickly, like shifting gears to Diane. Uh Uh-huh. Why are we pretending that Diane being rich is like a personality trait? Like, why is that? Her name's Diana, but I love that you don't know it because that's so funny. I don't Diane, know. Diana. She has literally nothing else going on. It's like, you're supposed to be this whole businesswoman. Like, take us to fucking work. Yeah. And it's just, even in the scene where they were doing the Ouija board and how mm-hmm. she made that inappropriate comment about Sutton. And then oh Erica's God. just like cackling in the background. Like a hyena. It's it's so weird. And why are we even giving her airtime with, with her and her staff? Like her staff dressing her in a hotel room where, and then the staff arrives early. It's the strangest thing. Like, and being rich is not a personality trait and being rich does not give you the right to be a fucking bitch. And also like, if you just want to look into your future, ma'am, like this probably would never happen to her because she's like a billionaire or something. But like Erica Jane's personality trait was that she was rich and look what happened to her. We'll be back after a quick break. Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16-year-old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message. A message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, Hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But... She isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life. 
It's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. I don't know if that will happen to her, but it is, I do find it interesting that they've, they're friends with one another. Mm-hmm. I want to get your opinion on the Erica, Diane paying money to Erica, the victims of Tom Girardi, mm-hmm. paying a hundred thousand. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So like what happened? Did she start a charity and it's called like the lion air fund or something? Like, I don't get it. Did she give that money to John Edelson or whatever? Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Here's what I think. And this is a big allegedly. Okay. I'm making, Oh, I just dropped my whole camera. (laughs) I'm making this all up. Okay. But here's what I think. I think that she wants to give Erica money because Erica's Paul. And so she is like, oh, I'm raising money for the victims of Tom Girardi. And because Erica considers herself a victim, she's just going to like fund Erica's life. I okay, I agree with you on the latter part. I think that really? Diane's going to be, I think Diane's going to be Erica's new sugar deep, daddy. Yeah, deep pocket. And they're going to uh-huh. be friends with each other. And I feel like Diane's going to be buying Erica gifts and, you know, Taking her on the plane. Help, well, and helping Erica maintain this lavish lifestyle. Yeah. But man, I don't know how Erica's going to come back from that conversation she had with Crystal and Garcelle. Because I think we got a glimpse too in the preview for next week where Kyle's screaming at Dorit because Dorit's like, look, we all have the bad days or, you know, right. we, we have off days. But then Kyle's like, no, the, the, she legitimately is refusing to acknowledge that there are victims out there. Yeah. And she's even being like, not just refusing to acknowledge it, actively being like, we don't even know if there's victims. Dude, I when she said that, I just... That was it's so funny because I just saw a clip that Best of Bravo just posted about uh, Jennifer Lawrence being interviewed. She must be in some new movie. She's doing like press. Yeah. And she's sitting on the tiniest couch with these four people and they're like all smushed on this couch. And there's like her and this guy are talking about how they like housewives. And, and she, Jennifer Lawrence is like, Erica is evil one. Dude, yeah. she needs a publicist like yeah what is going on the fact that lisa rinna was even trying to escort her out the door because yeah. obviously rinna's aware that there's cameras going filming it's not if gonna be rinna great. thinks you've gone too far like but to to sit there though and you can you i think kyle said in her confessional words like you can say I was so, I was completely blind and oblivious to what was going on with Tom Girardi and his business. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that these gifts that I was receiving were being funded by these large settlement payouts from these huge class actions. Right. I was unaware of it. And I'm sympath. I sympathize and I recognize now that this is, and I feel terrible about it, but I'm not going to give up any of these possessions until it's settled. I'm not saying that you know, like she could have mm-hmm. gone about it a different way, not saying that I would have approached that way, but she could have been a little bit more political about it. And the fact that she's choosing not to, to be, to provide like a more political answer just goes to show, I mean, that is like a pure, pure, purely evil response of just victims allegedly. 
I know. Alleged. Like, what are you talking about? And the way she was with, screaming. There's a woman who has a bladder mesh sling in her vagina or in her bladder and mm-hmm. her uterus or whatever. There's that kid who was blown up by the PG&E mm-hmm. pipe that exploded. There's the, all of the victims and families of the Lion Air crash. Right. Who lost their family members and who still have not financially recovered from it. I mean, People it's who are the just primary like, caregivers for family members. Like it's disgusting. It's so, and I hope that I hope Andy Cohn, because they just robbed filming the the reunion. I hope he ripped into Erica. I don't think he scene. did. How could you not? I How don't know. Could you not? I don't know, but I don't think he did. I do like her outfit, though. I thought that it's cute. Here's the thing with Erica is I go back and forth because part of me is like, oh my god, this woman is a monster and I hate Mm -hmm. her. And then the other part of me is like, well, she didn't steal the money. Like, why is everyone like yelling at her? But it's like, okay. And then at the end of the day, yeah, maybe she didn't steal the money. However, Mm -hmm. receipt of stolen goods is still not allowed. Yeah. Receiving stolen property. You can still be prosecuted for that. And so it's like, even if I mean, that would just be like the easiest way to, to launder money. Like everyone would do that. Like, oh, instead of, you know, robbing a bank and keeping the cash, like I'm going to rob the bank by a Birkin and just have a hundred grand in a purse. Why would you want it though? That's what I don't understand. And I don't, I mean, I guess it's because we don't have that level of wealth and we don't have property that's that high of value. But even if I found out that my boyfriend bought a diamond ring for my engagement ring and then was eventually prosecuted for stealing money. And I found out that that money was used or was stolen from an elderly woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's believe I'd be like, I don't want that. Yeah. It's I like dirty want- money. Yeah. It's like, keep it. And, and if she's so successful and is able to create this life for herself mm-hmm. and she's not poor, then why does it matter? It's just a, it's a piece of property. It's weird. It holds, she's materialistic. But it's like, why would you want to hold on to something? One, that was from your ex-husband who lied to you and was deceitful for 20 plus years. And two, that belongs to or was funded and fueled by money that it was stolen and embezzled. Well, and also it's like their earrings. That's what I don't get. Like, it's not like it's not like you found out that like your kid isn't yours and you have this entire (laughs) relationship with them. You know what I mean? Like you had a gift and it's a rock. She could have gone. it. She could have gone out and she could have returned those earrings or exchanged them, right? Or um, uh, cashed them out mm-hmm. and bought Swar- Swarovski crystal diamond earrings and mm-hmm. said that she bought new Cartier diamonds and literally nobody would know. No, but instead nobody she's sitting there being like, and I have a Python jacket. As she has her giant panther ring. I off. know it was crazy. <laughs> Well, that's um, the thing, like even at dinner really quickly when she was talking to Garcelle and just God bless Garcelle for just know, being seriously. all of us, just sitting down and being the voice of reason and looking and watching Erica talk mm-hmm. and just being disgusted by what she's saying. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I have a python jacket and I have an alligator crocodile purse. It's like, yeah, like, okay, Kim, there's people that people are dying. dying. It's just too much. It's just too much. But anyways, I'm excited to see how the the rest of the Tahoe part, the Tahoe trip goes. Aspen. 
Uh, oh my God. Wow. What is wrong with me? Diane, Diana, Tahoe, Aspen. Eh, tomato, because tomato. We talked offline about this, but I have, I've seen this theory that's been going around social media that people are saying that this whole story about Kathy Hilton, this mm-hmm. alleged bomb that happens where she has to ask Rick to come pick her up is just a cover up to try to um, change the narrative surrounding Erica's conversation with Garcelle and Crystal, which I'm assuming is a conversation we already saw. Yeah. Have you heard that? Um, besides when we I've heard that yeah. and I've also heard it was like Kathy using like the thing as a cover up for saying a bad word to somebody. We'll be back after a quick break. Were you team Backstreet Boys or sync? Brittany or Christina? Simple Life or Newlyweds? With When They Popped, you don't have to pick a side because we're going to mention it all. When They Popped retells the stories of the late 90s and early 2000s biggest celebrities, trends, and phenomena like boy band mania, celebrity-based reality TV, and the rise of famous for being famous socialites. We'll unpack their rise to fame and uncover some facts you may have not known along the way. So throw up your away message and throw it back with us with When They Popped. Available wherever you stream your podcasts. But I thought that's what the whole, I thought that was the whole blow up and the backlash is that she used the F right. word referring right, right, to right, right. Sutton's so assistant. It was like, even right. At the end of the day, we were being told that Kathy was like a slurrer in the worst way. And that like, she was setting all of this up, right? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is Lisa Renna is, so yes, this thing happened, allegedly happened, right? With Kathy and Sutton's assistant uh-huh but there's a theory going around online that this story is being perpetuated and blown up and over exaggerated by Rinna and her team and Erica oh. to help change the narrative and and focus away from Erica's blow up with Garcelle and Crystal where she you know what we That's just witnessed on TV happen. See, right I think I don't know I think it could be true I could I but then Lisa Renner just recently posted the screenshots of the text message from between her and Kathy, where Kathy is asking Rena to keep it hush hush and keep it quiet. So clearly something happened, whether or not it mm-hmm. was of the magnitude that is being theorized. I don't know, but I could also see Lisa Rena blowing it up to, you know, shift the attention away from Erica and onto Kathy. Right. Because you see kind of how mean, just to bring it in full circle to what we initially started talking about is. Like when you see also how they were treating Kathy with the tequila brand and Kathy trying to talk. Right. And everyone's cutting her off. Everyone's being mean. Everyone's cutting her off. No one's letting her talk. And they're all acting like her plugging this tequila is like the end of the world. When it's like, I literally had to watch Mauricio get into a ski lift with agency skis. Like, I think we're okay to watch her talk about 40 year old tequila or whatever, you know? Well, and I... There's nothing more pathetic than seeing the the preview for next week's episode where Lisa Rinna refers to Kendall Jenner as her friend. As her friend. That was it embarrassing. Was so embarrassing. Why not just say, oh, it's my it's one of my really good friends. It's her daughter's tequila. I would like to try it. Or just not, like, your oh, friend. that's Kendall Jenner's tequila. I want to try. That's what I said when I saw it. It's it's very. Also, just... what the fuck is up with tequila? It's not good. It's just not good. I don't tequila, like it. 
I'm trying to compare it to what tequila is like the new makeup, right? Everyone's everyone's dipping their toe in it. Yeah. Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's take a quick commercial break and then get back to it with some Taylor Swift. Okay. Hello. We're back. Hello. Do you remember when Melania was like, hello? (laughs) Melania Trump or Melania? Yes. When they were like interviewing her and I don't know, or the whole family. And I don't know if her earpiece was off or what, but they were like, and Melania and she like smiles and they're like, and then this one, and then this one. And then out of nowhere, she just goes, hello. so funny um anyway hello welcome back to our episode we're talking about taylor swift and all of her many lawsuits which i know nothing about and that's perfectly fine because i'm gonna tell you about it so the first major lawsuit that we're going to talk about and the one that is really like impacting Swifties everywhere is the lawsuit that is at the center of her album 1989. Are you familiar with that album? It has Welcome to New York. Okay. I know her music. I'm just not as I find her to be almost insufferable lately. Uh, After I watched her documentary Miss Americana. Oh, I liked it. I just, I, there's something about her that I find to be really pretentious and annoying. And, and, uh, and most recently the whole, uh, private jet issue was. Yeah. The like, private jet I issue. Save, I want to save the earth. I'm saving the earth. And then you have a private jet that's flown at more than any other private Did jet Did she in the say world. she was going to serve the, save the earth? Yeah. She's like a, yes. She's like, she's a part of that whole narrative of like climate change, abortion rights, like. You know, it's just, which is great. Like, don't get me wrong, but to be a huge spokesperson. Right. It's like, it's like being pro-abortion and you're secretly funding a pro-life clinic, you know? Right. Right. What the fuck are you doing? Well, and the thing about that is like, I was thinking like, cause in the beginning of that whole thing, I was like, okay, well, like, remember when Kendall or Kylie, one of the Jenner girls, like flight went 13 minutes, like just like the shortest flight ever. Okay. And then I was thinking, well, these people actually probably have to fly private just because they're like so famous, you know? Oh, sure. But then I take it all back because not just this weekend, I saw Kate Middleton, who's going to be the queen one day, leave a commercial flight. Oh, they fly commercial. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm it's like sorry. Well known. If like the heir to the throne <laughs> can fly commercial, like when they've just moved up a notch, like, I think these people can work it out. Yeah. I think Prince Harry, I think that I, that's, I've heard that before that they fly commercial. I didn't know Kate Middleton and Prince William did since they have kids, but yeah, I'm sure they hop on a flight every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, anyway, so this, this isn't about the airplane, even though shame on you, shame on you for flying your plane. Like it's just free out there. Okay. Um, Okay, I'll get into my next like tangent like really quickly. But did I ever send you that video where this girl's like, I'm gonna start caring about things that are in my tax bracket? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it was it made me laugh so hard. Anyway, so in that in that album, she has a song called Shake It Off. We know it, right? Yes. 
Okay. She got sued by a little girl band that we all know and love from back in the day called 3LW. Do you remember 3LW? Yes. Okay. So 3LW says that Taylor Swift stole their lyric um, Mm -hmm. and they're suing for copyright infringement. And because of that, Taylor Swift can't re-record her 1989 album. Because it's the center of this lawsuit that's copyright infringement. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the song to see if there's any. Good for you for for asking because I've got it queued up. Oh, okay. So would you like to listen to Taylor's first or 3LW's first? Is it just the instrumental or is it the song? No, no. This is the part that's the issue. I want to hear the 3LW. Okay. And this is Taylor Swift. They gonna play. Haters, they gonna hate. Do you think it's similar? No, it's a it's, it's an expression. Okay, so Taylor claims that she wrote the lyrics to "Shake It Off" all by herself. Okay. And um, that she actually had never even heard of the group 3LW. <laughs> Which is reasonable. Which is reasonable. So, of course, me being devil's advocate, I go, come on. Even I've heard of 3LW and, like, my parents wouldn't let me listen to Kiss FM, you know? like 3LW was really popular. I want to, wasn't it on the Disney Channel? That's what I'm saying. And it's like one of the girls in 3LW ended up being a cheetah girl. Cheetah girl. Like, that's why it's like I had a hard time believing that she had never heard of 3LW. But then she went on to say that she wasn't even allowed to watch TRL until mm-hmm. she was 13 years old. And she never owned any of their CDs, um, any 3LW CDs or any. Now that's what I call music six or seven, which made <laughs> me L-O-L. So that's hard. funny. I wonder what number they're on. It probably in the thousands. It it makes sense though. And to me, that lyric that haters are gonna hate, players are gonna play, that's mm-hmm. not a, that's not something that is that is a unique thought or a unique form of expression or some unique artistic lyric. Like that is a common phrase that's right. probably used in rap songs, country songs. Well, that's what she said. She said that she had heard the phrase in many songs, many films, and many other works. And she even had a Urban Outfitters shirt growing up that said it. Yeah. And she's like, I just, it was like saying what everyone else was saying. Like, so. Stupid, dud, loser, not going to go anywhere. But people are probably pissed because it's delaying our 1989 release. I'm annoyed by it. So she wrote a part of her declaration and I want to read it It, because it's her own words. And I think why not if it's right here? Um, So she said in writing the lyrics, which just to center everyone back out of all the fucking Taylor Swift lyrics, it's haters going to hate, 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 hate. And the player's gonna play, 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 play. I mean, this woman has written like ballads, and that's what we're talking about. 
it's she just goes, kind of ironic too. Yeah. She goes, it's gonna hate. <laughs> literally the hate is a hating. She goes, in writing the lyrics, I drew partly on my experiences in my life and in particular unrelenting public scrutiny of my personal life, clickbait reporting, public manipulation, and other forms of negative personal criticisms, which I learned I just needed to shake off and focus on my music. I mean, definitely. Like, I think yeah, that's what I got out of it, right? Yeah, and it makes was, it makes sense too with like the trajectory of her career and yes. how she kind of evolved as an artist. Exactly. And she goes, the lyrics to Shake It Off also drew from commonly used phrases and comments heard throughout my life. Prior to writing Shake It Off, I had heard the phrases players gonna play and haters gonna hate. This is so embarrassing. Countless times. I know. Like I feel like just such a loser saying it like this. This you know? is why it's I like, don't like her. Little John, you know, like instead of little John, it's just like so weird. This is why, um, this is why this is stuff makes me not like her when she's so cringy. Cause I'll listen to her music. I think she was one of my top artists for the last year. Uh-huh. Cause I love, I, I thought folklore was great. I don't like her as a person mm-hmm. and I find her to be really, really cringy, but I have to have her back on this. This is such a stupid lawsuit. It's this like somebody so getting mad. It's like somebody suing you for saying it's not about the journey and it's about, or it's not about the destination. It's about the journey or whatever. Right. Or whatever the fucking saying is. Whatever that's well, stupid it's like someone is, yeah. saying, if you're in a song and you're all take a chill pill, like, are you going to get fucking sued? <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Take a chill <laughs> So then Taylor Swift's mom like wrote a declaration and she was like, um, this part of the article, which I can't remember what it was from, but it said Andrea Swift, Taylor's mother also filed a statement as part of the new motion today. And then it goes, the elder Swift wrote that she carefully monitored the television that she watched and the music that she heard. And I'm just like, don't you dare call that woman the elder Swift. Yeah. Why not Taylor's mom? Yeah. Right. Like, or like her name, superstar's mother said she didn't even let her watch TV. Like, it's just crazy. This is stupid. It is stupid. Okay. Let's take a quick commercial break and then come back to some other quick ones. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We got another lawsuit on our hands. I'm and sorry. I, wait, really quick. I cannot stop singing that song. Hate, hate is, is going to hate. hate. Oh, no. oh, they oh. They're going to play. You should Ball listen to They're going to ball. <laughs> Shock colors. They're going to call. Oh, my God. Maybe they're maybe they're onto something. So far. I mean, that just sucks because Taylor's got a lot of money and I she's know. got some deep pockets. That's an expensive litigation to not win. <laughs> right. Well, here's another crazy one to me. So you listen to Folklore. Did you listen to Evermore, the other album? Can you tell me a song from? Honestly, they all blend together. But yeah, I was going to say Folklore yeah. and Evermore, but yeah, sure. I think yeah. I have. Okay, so. Is Evermore the one with the the Heim girls I think so I think so too yeah where they're like yeah so I've listened to those two albums because I'll listen when I'm yeah S Esther is that the name Esther friend of mine 
<laughs> we meet up every Tuesday for dinner and a glass of wine. SD's been losing sleep. See, this is why you can't do this to me. Um, so this Evermore album became the center of another copyright lawsuit. This time brought by a theme park in Utah called the Evermore Theme Park. Oh, my people are reaching here. I know, right? Okay, so they sued Taylor and then Taylor was like, fuck you and sued him back, which like good for her. If you got it, you got it. I would, too. So that company, the Evermore theme park, said that the release of the Evermore album and Evermore merch infringed on the theme parks trademarks. And Taylor Swift countersued and was like, you know what? Actually, go fuck yourself because at your little Evermore theme park, you had a bunch of people dressed up like me singing my songs and never paid for a license, even though my people asked you to ask for a license and you never did. Good for her. So they both dropped their lawsuits. Oh, they did. I was going to say, you know what this reminds me of is the lawsuit that happened with Haley Beaver's roads road beauty some some online shopping brand sued her and mm-hmm. said that they were the exact same thing of you know people are getting confused in the marketplace between road beauty and road clothes whatever uh-huh. and it's it's so insane it's not even the same product no and it's like okay it's her what last are we, name too. so just I, once a word is gone it's gone yeah it's wild there has to be some connection some likeness something that will cause a community of reasonable people to be confused i could see if evermore was a theme park that was like ethereal whimsical all about like the same aesthetic that taylor swift is promoting on her album or if they stole if taylor swift stole imagery from evermore theme park absolutely would it say the name alone give me would it change your mind if i told you that the evermore theme park had no rides and and was actually like an immersive run fair experience oh does that change your mind at all wait let me can, can you tell evermore park is what is that what it's called yeah in utah (gasps) okay wait you guys (laughs) does that change your mind okay wait this is interesting okay wait you guys there's a thing it's called evermore gardens copper confection evermore express there's seasonal events there's a something called lore uh-huh folklore i mean come on wow i would have to see photos of it it's giving me more it's giving me more hocus pocus but i think that's just because it's fall themed right now i would have to see photos of it but it's definitely different than what i was expecting evermore i was thinking oh it's a I don't know, like a Six Flags, but no, this is like very, this is very whimsical, kind of Hobbit-like. Interesting. Uh, little cottages. There's little like Tudor homes. There's a home right here with like hay on the roof. Oh my very god. Very villagey. 
I mean, that's sort of Evermore folklore vibes. So on Evermore is Willow, Champagne Problems, Gold Rush, Tis the Damn Season, Tolerate It, No Body, No Crime, Happiness, Sophia, et cetera, Ivy. Like, so kind of. Now. This I might have to, I might have to do a little bit more research. This is actually, but you said that they agreed to dismiss it. They both agreed to dismiss it without paying any money. But before, before you decide anything, I also want to tell you, it's been closed and had even canceled its upcoming seasons. It's a seasonal theme park mm-hmm. and had laid off a bunch of its employees um, because of the pandemic, which all happened before Evermore was released. Oh, okay. Does that change your mind back? Yeah, I mean, it's factors that you have to take into consideration, I guess, in, term- in determining whether the success of a case and right. whether or not it's going to be if it's going to have any type of monetary value, yeah. but it, it's, it's better than the last one. Right. I think I do too. I think it's the one that had any sort of chance and they both dropped it. Yeah. We'll have to post, we should find some good photos on Google and post and it post to the them. grams. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, okay. Next up is her $1 sexual assault case. Have you heard about this one? This is the one where the dad grabbed her butt or the radio DJ grabbed the butt. Yes. Yeah. That, that's a, that, that one's very disturbing. So trigger warning, sexual assault, buttocks grabbing. So Taylor Swift was hosting, hosting a meet and greet um, with my, my new Minnesota accent just showed up. I was um, going to say that's new. <laughs> um. Taylor was hosting a meet and greet for one of her shows and it was in collaboration with like the kiss FM vibe of mm-hmm. like whatever area she was in. I think it was like Colorado or something. And this guy was named DJ David Mueller. And first he had filed a death <laughs> of <laughs> DJ David. <laughs> I just picture him being like, hey guys, it's DJ David. Everyone line up. We're going to play red light, green light. You know, did you ever do that game at like roller rink? No. no. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, that sucks for you. It was really fun. Um. Okay. So Taylor was doing a little meet and greet and was like, holy shit, during the photo, this guy fully reached under my skirt and squeezed my ass cheek. Told her mom, told her manager, told security, whatever. They told her this DJ's radio station, like, hey, like he can't just be going around like grabbing asses here, right? So the station was like, agreed, sir, you're fired, right? Yeah. So then DJ, DJ David goes, you know what? Fuck you. I'm suing you for defamation for saying that I grabbed your butt. And Taylor Swift was like, fine, I'm counter suing you for battery and sexual assault. And I'm charging a dollar. Like that's my damages charge. And, um, she fully won. Oh, went to verdict. Uh Uh-huh. She got her dollar. Good for her because I've seen that photo and you can tell that he's grabbing her butt. Mm-hmm. His hand is so low. It's so and, obvious. And I'm pretty sure he was standing with his wife, correct? Yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend was to the right of Taylor Swift and he was to her left. Yeah. It was very odd. Good for her. See, things like that make 
her less insufferable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. Uh, want to take another quick commercial break really fast? Sure thing. Okay. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hello. I just will never Hello. stop saying that. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Okay. This one was one of my favorites. Random man named Russell Greer sued Taylor Swift for not accepting his unsolicited song <laughs> submission. I was, thought it was going somewhere else. Right. Unsolicited DP. No, this is he sent a song to her and she did nothing about it. And so he sued her and was like, yeah, that's not going to work out for me. I'm going to sue you. People are mentally unhinged. So his reason People are insane. No, it's literally crazy. He reasons that he suffers from a something that causes facial paralysis and because he has facial paralysis, he can't sing his own music and he has to go to speech therapy. And his quote in his filing was, I seek to have Taylor be my voice since I can't physically sing my music. Was this handwritten? No, I don't no. think it was. You should you should bring that up to the guy at your office that wanted to handwrite <sighs> emotion because even this psychopath didn't. I know, right? It was easy and proper. Does he represent himself? I don't know. I don't remember. I typed that up like kind of a little bit ago. Um, cause I did this research, like, you know, because all I do is think about Taylor Swift. Cause I love her. I just, people are, people are remember when we did the, remember when we pulled the random lawsuits against like Kardashians? Yes. On our page. That was so funny. I feel like we, we should do, to that, do that again. again. And we should do it with Taylor Swift or another, because I think we did some, it was like Kardashians. I think there were a couple Donald Trumps. I think there yes. was, was there an Obama one? There were like a handful of people. So the Kardashian one on the roller coaster was still just like my absolute favorite. Remember when he's like, no, and, and she leaned forward and whispered in my ear, gotcha. Or something <laughs> like so funny. But, but we also have to do like that again. other that court transcripts, like I was just doing that appeal. Um, and all of the, tra- I had to read all of these transcripts, mm-hmm. like obviously to do this, so many funny things happen. Like so many funny things happen in, in court that like, I yeah. just think everyone should read and listen to. I agree. Let's do that. That would be such a fun episode. I'm down for that. That'd yeah. be hilarious. And what would even be even better too, is if we could find maybe a celebrity. An a celebrity audio, trial. an audio too would be fun. And, yeah. Find a celebrity trial. Yeah. Or a case of a trial, read the transcripts and even like the voir dire process. I love voir dire. That's jury selections. And it's so fun. It's like group therapy. People people say the wildest things. And it's another time where people have no filter. And they'll tell you their entire life story. Like they'll tell you they have an STD. It's like no one asked. No. And it's like, oh, I just didn't know if that meant I couldn't be fair. And you're like, no, like, you no. can be fair. I think you're fine. Yeah, or it's like one time when I was younger, I had sex with a guy whose great grandpa was a police officer. Right. It's like, but I think what? I can still be okay. I think I can still be fair. <laughs> yeah. And then you have people who are like, I've never known a cop. I've never been in trouble. I've never gone to jail. And they're like, I could never be fair. I'm very unfair. 
<laughs> it's yeah, you're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, it's so funny. People are fucking nuts. Um, okay, last one. I'm gonna wrap okay. it up. It's not necessarily a lawsuit as much as it's like a conundrum. And mm-hmm. that's the conundrum of her needing to or choosing to re-record all of her masters for her past albums. So when Taylor originally signed like to be a little big time celebrity, she originally signed with a company called Big Machine Records that was founded by a guy named Scott Borchetta. Mm -hmm. Um, Later on, a guy named Scooter Braun. I mean, these people are ridiculous with their names. Scooter Braun bought the company from Scott Borchetta for $300 million. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she had recorded her first six studio albums with big machine records. Well, when Scooter bought the company from Scott, he became the owner of all of the masters, music videos, promotional art, anything that was copyrighted by big machine records, Mm -hmm. as you do, like when you buy the company, you also get the stuff the company owns. It's like part of the whole thing. The intellectual property. Yes. Um, so once she, once he became the owner of the masters, Taylor's like, wait, 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 I've been trying to buy these from Scott. Like I'll buy them from you. Like I'll pay whatever you want. She had been trying to get them for years. And Scott was like, the albums are not for sale. The albums are not for sale. And then sold them to Scooter Braun, like super sneaky. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I remember this. Yeah. So, um, Scooter has these albums and Taylor's still like, I'll buy them. I'll buy them. I'll buy them. Well, then an investment firm that like has all Disney's investments called Shamrock Holdings purchased the masters from Scooter Braun for $405 million. And Taylor's like, so much money. Like I have told you, can you look up like what Taylor Swift's net worth is? Like, could she sure. even afford to buy this? Cause like, I do wonder. So, um, Shamrock Holdings purchased the masters for $405 million. Shamrock was like, let's work something out. Like maybe we can give you equity in the royalties of the music. And Taylor's like, no, I'm just going to re-record. Do you have the answer? Yeah. The answer, her net worth is allegedly 400 million with a salary of 150 million per year. So she potentially could buy it, but she'd be broke, broke. Um, so I mean, good for her because she's like, I'll just re-record them. And oh, go ahead. Well, when she needed to re-record them, like she just they could be all the same words and everything. They just couldn't sound exactly the same. Like they have to be a little distinguishable. Uh Um, so she just re-recorded everything and now like she owns those masters, and that's what people choose to stream over what the shamrock people bought. So they technically are losers. I think what she's going to do is with the money that she makes off of the re-recordings is she's going to then go back and buy the original masters. I bet too. Uh, They'll be so much cheaper because they won't be worth anything. (laughs) Yeah. She's going to make so much money too. Yeah. Yeah. You go girl. You go girl. I mean, I have been to a Taylor Swift concert. Which one did you go to? The one at Staples Center. Well, like what songs? what what happened it was her her era where she had 13 on her hand and did she go flying around the stadium no 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 she came out I remember she I think she came out and 
Was Justin Bieber there? Played her guitar. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We weren't at the same one. Romeo, save me. Okay. Um, okay. Do you have any criminal behavior? Yeah, mine's short and sweet. It, this fucking California heat. That's what mine Ooh, is. Yeah, it's been I heard 100 it's hot. And- 115 degrees my hairdresser's uh temp and just she posted on her instagram her car registered 121 so that's disgusting yeah it's 88 here and i'm wearing a sweatshirt because it feels so cold that's disgusting yeah that's how cold it feels like meanwhile we have our private jet friends just doing whatever they want yeah they're the reason why i have to live in 121 degree heat yeah it's ridiculous um Okay, my criminal behavior then is going to be, I'm going to piggyback off of yours and just the jets in particular. Posing in front of your private jet and that, or a jet that you're going on and then posting that photo like on your Instagram, especially when you're like Paris Hilton, it's like fuck all the way off. It's so cheesy too. And are you basing this off of the most recent Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where like they all roll up and then they have to get a photo in front of them before they load? It's It's like, just get in, get in, get the fuck in and go. We get it. We get it. And it's also like, okay, at first it was cool. Like back in the 2000, like 13s, it's like, holy shit, you can have your own jet. Like, no way. Now they're a dime a dozen. You can almost go on a private jet for less than standard airfare these days. Yeah, you like, can fly on a private jet out of San Francisco to Las Vegas for like $200. Exactly. So it's like, it's you're just not that special anymore. Not special. Not special. Not special. So anyway, I think, our, that. I think our next episode should seriously be a celebrity transcript from a trial. I think, I think that'd be so fun. That. Yeah, let's do okay. it. Cool. Okay, everyone, we'll head on over to our Instagram. Give us a follow. Hit up our website, allegedlybravo.com. We have a really fun Patreon. Um, I have a new podcast out with classic sky tops called Can We Talk About It? And you can find that where you listen to podcasts. Um, Other than that, we'll see you when we see you. And I have a new one. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.